0: Just being gentle on yourself mm-hmm. and realizing that your worth is so much more than the body that you carry and your scars are your beauty scars and wearing like badges of honor because God damn it, we're warriors and nobody sees it, but we're walking around every single day in immense amount of pain and shame and all, you know, the sugar on top. And it is so important to realize your value and your worth. Mentally and physically, in a whole different way.
1: What is up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on my podcast, E Inspire. So, today we're gonna get a bit personal, um, a bit educational. Um, and it's going to be like a girl talk. Um, I have three other individuals, beautiful ladies who have, you know, agreed to come on this episode with me, um, talk about beauty, talk about skin issues, talk about, you know, something that we do all have in common. Um, and I did want to have, you know, more of a group conversation. So this is definitely going to be interesting. Um, we're going to get right into it and thank you guys so much for tuning in.
0: My name is Anita Taez Mancy. I am in Northern Virginia, and I recently graduated from AMDA in New York, and hopefully soon I will be moving out to LA.
2: Hi, my name is Ellen. I am from Minnesota. I'm 25, um, but I recently moved to Arizona. Well, it's been two years already, but I feel like COVID erased here. Um, but I live in Arizona now, and yeah, I, I don't know much else. I, I graduated in I majored in economics and Spanish, and I don't even use that in my current job, but that's just a fun fact (laughs) about me. Hi, I'm Janique.
3: I'm located in Florida. I'm 25 as well. Um, I'm happy to be here as well. Like, you know, this is my first time actually talking about this topic with people, so it's really, like, kind of interesting for me. Um, I recently became a nurse, so I finished nursing school and now I'm a nurse, so that's all with me nothing
4: new thank you guys so much for introducing yourselves um i'm excited to get into this topic of what we all have and that's called hydrogenitis supertiva. we will use the term hs throughout this episode um you know just for people to better understand what you're saying um i'm excited you know to talk about this with you guys I, it's awesome to feel so um, relatable with someone and, you know, that I'm not the only one and that there are more out here. And, um, thank you guys so much. Just a little rundown before we get into it. HS is in in chronic inflammatory skin disease that results in painful flares, cysts, you know, boil like bumps. Um, it's so hard to explain and, you know, it's factored by genetics, the weather, hormones, your food, stress, um, it's factored by a lot. And I am excited to share this with you guys and talk to these ladies and thank you guys so much. Um, So Anita, let's just kind of start with you.
0: So HS for me, as for most women, is just (sighs) overwhelming to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, Mentally and physically, absolutely draining. And, um, for me personally, I started having symptoms of HS when I was about seventeen years old, and um wasn't properly diagnosed until I was uh twenty three so those years of feeling all the symptoms and really going through it um, and feeling totally alone, that totally sucked, <laughs> you know, so when I was properly diagnosed, that was really comforting in a way to know that I wasn't by myself to know that there are so many people going through this. And it really is so important to have the open conversations, not only about, you know, women's health, but also the men who are affected by HS and just opening up the conversation and dialogue is really important.
1: Okay. And so you would say like your immediate thought of like being diagnosed was more of like relief instead of, you know, like panic
0: Um, I would think so. I I would say so because for years, um, I felt crazy. I was being told, Oh, those are just really severe razor bumps. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are just, you know, and the fear of it looking, you know, like an STD or possible sexual, you know, it's that fear of, Oh my God, like what is going on? And then not having answers. So it was um, definitely double edged sword of the relief of knowing that it had a name and that I wasn't alone. But the second my doctor said, you know, there's a lot of Facebook support groups. That almost was scary because I was like, oh my God, there needs to be support groups for this. Okay. This is a lot. This is a lot to take in. Uh, but then I was, I was so glad that they said it to me or else I never would have bothered to like look for it. You know,
1: I feel that. And like with you, Ellen, like, how do you feel like, you know, your reaction or how did you realize what you had?
2: Yeah. Um, I actually never found out from a doctor. I probably started having symptoms when I was like hitting puberty, like 12, 13, like very, very minimal symptoms and then probably like more severe when I was 16, 17, um, but I never found out what it was. I had gone to dermatologists my whole, like, childhood and adult life, too. And they, yeah, like, same thing. They were just, like, it looks like acne. Like, sorry, I don't want to tell you. you Like, they were, like, we didn't even know what it was. So mm, Okay. Um, yeah, I never – I had Googled, but I had never really done, like, a ton of research because I was just, like, I don't know. Like, if the doctors don't know, how am I supposed to figure it out? So I kind of gave up on looking, and I was just, like – I guess this is just how I am. Like, I don't really know what to do about it. Um, one day at work, we were listening to Pandora as an office. Just, I, I don't even really listen to Pandora. We just had <laughs> a lot of listening to it as an office together. And one of the ads was an ad for no, no BS about com. And I was like, wait a minute, they described some of the symptoms. And then I thought about it and I'm like, holy crap, that's definitely what I have. So, um in the middle of work I found out <laughs> so oh I'm wow like, as I'm sitting there listening to the ad and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> like you're kidding that's actually my problem yeah so then I found um a dermatologist near me and then we worked on it from there but yeah I mean it's been a whole road even since then but that was when I was 21 so I've known for for almost five years now
1: I feel that yeah um that's similar with me Um, yeah, I'm only 22, but, like, since, like, puberty, like, starting high school, like, that's when, you know, it all unraveled, and I was just going through all these thoughts and emotions, like, oh my gosh, like, I can't. Um, so, Junique, like, what is your perspective, you know, like, with this, like, skin condition? Like, how do you feel, like, you know, how do you feel Uh, about it? So...
3: I was devastated. I was sad for years. Um, I still haven't even got diagnosed. I kind of diagnosed myself. I just did a whole bunch of research. Like what's going on with my body? Is it genetic? Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. I was thinking it was the food that I was eating or maybe because I was a little bit overweight. I used to blame it on my weight all the time. Mm -hmm. And I still kind of blame it on my weight, but when i see other people i'm like okay but this person is not fat or this so now i'm like you know i don't know but i still haven't got diagnosed um but i have went to some dermatologists and it seems like now versus when i first started having it maybe like when i was around 13 puberty time back then they didn't know what it was um i would go to the doctor they'll give me antibiotics they'll just you know glance my boils or something because i would mostly get them under my armpits so they were just, like, lance my armpits, give me antibiotics, and then, you know, that's it. But I would keep getting them, like, this is not just, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like nowadays, though, I'm seeing more support groups, I'm seeing more doctors talk about it. I, I was on a as well when I heard that ad, and I'm like, wow, people know about it now. But right. back then, they were like, what is, I don't know, here's some antibiotics and go home. Exactly. it. So now I kinda appreciate that it's it's getting out there even more. That's why I don't mind sharing my side of the story. But when I first found out I was I was ashamed because I didn't I couldn't do everything that my friends did or I didn't want to wear certain things. So that was just my problem. And I'm I still battle with it today
2: but I learned how to maneuver it
1: i know just like for me like i initially was just gonna get surgery i was diagnosed at the urgent care like they're like you need surgery like my parents thought you know a support group was like what i needed like before that but i'm like you think a support group me talking about like my issues with everyone else is gonna heal me like so what was kind of like you guys' mindset going into like the support group
0: I was very excited to know that there was the support group because mentally, you know, much like what all of you guys touched base on is you are mentally just reeling. You're going through it. Um, Yeah. For for myself personally, um, I felt absolutely disgusting. I felt gross, um, embarrassed, and ashamed to be in my own skin and my body. And I just felt like um, I was, like, what's what's the point? My my body feels so gross. And so knowing that there were other women and seeing their posts really helped me feel like, okay, great to know that I'm not alone. And it also would be scary in the sense of that you're seeing women who have different stages of HS. Yeah. And at the time, you know, again, like with puberty is when it all kind of started. And I was diagnosed, and they're like, okay, so you're stage one. And I'm like, oh, shit, this thing has stages. Okay, <laughs> cute.
2: Oh, yeah. okay.
0: So um, seeing the support group and seeing, you know, possibility of surgeries and LASIK and different things of um, – or LASIK, Lord have mercy. Um, laser hair removal, not your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> um, but seeing different um, – procedures and things that could be done um was a breath of fresh air but it was definitely scary to know like what what lied ahead
4: yeah
1: I feel that and how about with you Ellen like has the support group been comforting like Anita or more you know
2: yeah um well I actually didn't even find them until like last summer um thankfully I've been well, due to multiple circumstances, not just HS, but I've been able to work with a therapist for um, last year and the year before. And she suggested, I think one day, just have you search on Facebook for any type of support because we had talked about HS like together.
3: Okay. Um, And
2: I had just, it never crossed my mind to search for a group before, I don't know why. Um, And I thought at first, kind of like Anita, like, uh, is this gonna be really, you know, like good or bad? Or how can I get support from a Facebook group? I had no idea what to expect really. Um, but I found two groups and I've been both of them and I really enjoy both of them. And honestly, I've found so much help from them. I don't feel as like freaked out about it anymore because I truly felt like I was the only person on the planet with this problem. Yeah. Really? Like I knew logically that I wasn't, but now seeing like everyone's, you know, personal stories with it and how many people are in the group, it just seems like it's extremely underreported.
1: Yeah. I, I feel
2: much better knowing that I'm not the only one <laughs> too, so i I found them very helpful.
1: I like that and for you
3: <laughs> well, um, the group honestly, I feel like my phone, maybe my phone sometimes I feel like my phone is what I do' because I would probably just search things and then I'm on Facebook and I just see this group pop out of nowhere I didn't I don't even know how I found wow, it yeah my news feed, I was like, oh, wow, they have a group, so then I joined the group, and um, it was nice to see that, whole, you know, bunch of different people with the same issue wasn't alone. Um, I would read through some of the comments. I would even share some stuff, you know, I would see that they would post stuff, like, you know, type of soaps that they use, just different things they would post, and I was right. like, okay, amazing. Surgery, because I, I was thinking about getting surgery as well, so it's it's very informational.
0: Yeah.
2: So, Exactly. Yeah. definitely
1: yeah and have any of you guys had surgery before yeah yeah you've had surgery yep
2: yeah
1: anita
0: i have not you age. have not
1: okay to go into the whole term of you know the actual word um but you know oh, that- yeah yeah um really you know it results into like boils like cysts, like you know flares under areas where For me, my knowledge is like where, you know, we sweat the most, so, um, you know, under your armpits, maybe under your breasts or um, in between, you know, like your inner thighs where the creases are folded. Um, And so what are like some remedies that you guys have used to like prevent like scarring or maybe you learn from even the support group um, to help like control like those areas?
0: Well, for me, um, personally, I have not been able to find something that successfully like lightens the scars or anything like that, but I've definitely tried a bunch. Um, back in the day, they would always um, talk about Zote. I don't know if you guys yeah. know the yeah. bar and how it's technically for like laundry, but like people were saying that it was working well on their skin, and I tried that, and that would help a little bit. Um, but for me, like taking a hot bath and sitting in, in hot water would help kind of just resolve some of the pain. Um, heating pad, vapor rub, you know, I would try the prescription medications that they would give and that just never really provided any relief. Yeah. And and I was like, what is this? This is, this is nothing. Um, so yeah, that was some of the stuff that helped me. And, um, but I've tried the, um, what is it, the turmeric, you know, the, the pill, like different vitamins that they recommend. And for me, I learned that my, for me personally, my biggest trigger was my diet was dairy. Dairy is now like I can't even look at it because I'll get a bump. It is not, if I see like a cheese platter, I'm like, okay, I can't even like, I gotta walk away because you looks delicious, <laughs> but I won't be able to walk tomorrow. So we're not gonna do that today. That part. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that uh, dairy for me was a huge trigger. Um, recently I've learned tomatoes, which oh, I love tomatoes, but you know, they go into nightshades and different things that can trigger um, and stress so people who cause me a lot of stress I physically gotta go yeah exactly I'm like yo bye-bye because like my body can't oh, handle yeah. this and like for you this may be a temporary like angry thing that between us but for me I will physically carry these scars for the rest of my life and you are not worth it so adios so yeah that was love that
1: was the really. mindset <laughs> I love the mindset
2: Need to get better at that. (laughs) Leaving stressful people (laughs) and not getting in stressful situations.
1: How about you, Ellen?
2: Um, okay. Well, for myself, I yeah, scar thing, I haven't really figured that out yet. I'd like to if I can get into complete remission, like do some sort of like CO two laser or something to resurface the skin, but that is probably far off at this point. Um, but I have I mean, I don't know, I can go into a long, long tangent of just like stuff that I've learned from the Facebook group, but um i think like recently i've tried hydrocolloid patches which kind of went viral on the internet for acne but um just getting the bandages and trying them over like an area where there might be some open wounds that helps a lot actually um and then just making sure that i keep it clean and dry is what i try the most so Hibiclens has been really really helpful um and, yeah just clean and dry is what i try and it seems to help and then um walking i know exercising can be tough because yeah you know, a lot of areas rub and they can hurt really bad um but going on walks and just kind of like powering through it at first i've already gotten rid of a lot of the areas that have hurt in the past um exercising and then um to help with inflammation i get kenolog injections from my dermatologist and those are a lifesaver i will never stop getting those
1: yeah minutes. you definitely put me on to that um especially like both being in arizona like the heat is insane yeah. and like i last summer like this armpit was off the roof like when i say yes. i was like this heat like i think i'm allergic like to this heat yes. out here <laughs> it was so bad so i'm definitely gonna recommend that um and if you want to share, think definitely, like, on some things you've learned um, remedy-wise to use for um, um, players.
3: Is it, what she just said? Like, um, I definitely should try to keep it clean and dry. That's the main thing. Um, I use Hibble Cleanse as well. Like, when I have an open wound, I'll use Hibble Cleanse and clean it. Um, Soaps. I don't really put soaps in that area. If I have a boil, I just tend to just put a little heat on it, some warm water and some salt sometimes and put it on there. And once it once it comes to a head, I just take a ibuprofen and it pops the next day and it, it's been working for me. So that's all I do. I don't really put anything directly on it. I just keep it clean, dry, and I'll cover it sometimes and that's it.
1: Okay. That's crazy. Like, we all use different things. Like, me personally, like, I'll use, like, apple cider vinegar, like, for my flares that are open. Um, I actually completely, like, healed, like, one of my flares, like, in my um, vaginal area um, with apple cider vinegar. Like, it was so huge. It went down everything, like, no scar. So, I definitely, like, have used that consistently as well as just heating pads. Like, I don't like to do, like, any other products, like, under my arm. Personally, just because like I I sweat, so I just feel like it's just a whole really bad combo, and it's just like overall gonna be too much. Um, so this okay, so just off topic, we're gonna resume, but the um, the zoom, you know, for me, like I've definitely been through like a lot, like a sports wise, like I was so active literally until like college. Um, so, I think I kind of, like, made it worse, probably made myself get to that stage, too, because I was still so active, like, knowing what I was kind of, like, going through and, like, what the sweat and all that made me do, but, you know, I just liked being active, but, um... Yeah, it's so crazy like how, you know, different you guys' lives are and like still it's like, you know, the same type of like issues and experiences and pain. So thank you guys for sharing that like so much. Um, I just want to tap in like just a little advice you guys maybe want to give to kind of close out for anyone who is struggling even with HS or just any other condition, honestly, that's causing them pain and like just mental distress because... Like we're so young and like I feel like we've I feel like I've had a whole life, like already, just like mentally because so I already know I can feel the, the vibe that you guys definitely have, you know, been through a lot and what is some advice you guys can give?
0: Well, I would have to say, um, I heard this quote and it just made so much sense to me of that the voices in your head are meaner than what anybody will ever say to you. And in that regard of when my HS is so bad and like the horrible thoughts of like me just ridiculing myself, I have to kind of take myself out of the equation and be like, what if I just kind of look at it with like love? I really try whenever I'm having a horrible day to go out of my way to treat myself. I do that. i yes. like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm going to do a face mask. Like I'm going to get a hot bath, you know, and really for me personally has also been writing is is putting it on paper just almost takes some of the pressure off yourself and knowing that my value does not lie in my body because you know I've always been a plus-size girl I've always been big my family we got big people we've always been big and kind of like what you had said earlier about um I like thinking it's oh, it's my weight, everything's my weight. But you see some girls and, and men in the support group and they're skinny, everybody, got, everybody has different bodies and right. there's so much just false information of, oh my God, well, if you're fat, then yeah, that's all your HS. And I read a comment where she's like, um, hello, I lost 100 pounds and my HS got worse. So like, just being gentle on yourself and realizing that your worth is so much more than the body that you carry and your scars are your beauty scars and wearing like badges of honor because God damn it, we're warriors and nobody sees it, but we're walking around every single day in immense amount of pain and shame and all, you know, the sugar on top. And it is so important to realize your value and your worth mentally and physically in a whole different way. But it takes damn time to get there. Your rough days are still there, they don't disappear. But know when you are about to like spiral and be like, Wait, let me, how can I get ahead of this? Because we've been there, we've done that, you know, that sinking, and it's like, it's not entirely necessary. So just like focusing on yourself and doing something that makes you happy. I love that,
1: girl. You need to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> thank you i really appreciate it and what about you ellen like any advice to give to
2: anyone yeah um actually i've been working a lot on the self-love thing (laughs) speaking of um especially with my therapist i don't work with her anymore because you know it's expensive but um definitely i've been working on self-love and as cheesy as it sounds because i've been going on a weight loss journey myself like for the 15 millionth time but um (laughs) Finally, I've found some success in it, and I think it has to do with self-love, and um, I don't want to be so cheesy about it. Just, like, giving yourself a break. It's so much easier than it sounds, um, and, you know, our voice in our head can be really the meanest person to us, um, so just trying to give yourself a break and not um, be so hard on yourself, it's it's so much easier said than done. So, it's taken me a long time to even get to this point where I'm okay with like liking myself and I'm okay with where I'm at and I'm okay with actually wanting to do good things for myself, whether that's, you know, having a good schedule so I get enough sleep so that I wake up early the next morning, not tired. And I have a good work day and then I eat healthy. And then, you know, it's a whole like, um, you know, snowball effect that I worked on with my therapist. She said, what's your ultimate goal? I said, I just want to have a good daily routine and that is so hard to accomplish. So that has played a lot into just caring for myself and being nicer to myself. And I, I know I am doing better, but it's definitely a long journey. So anyone that's listening, just work on the little tiny things that are kind of like little acts of self-love in your life, um, whether that's just trying to eat healthier, go to bed earlier, maybe meditate if that helps you, things like that. Just, um, you know, obviously eating Clean. I've been working on that for the past three years as I've kind of researched diets that might help HS specifically, but just in general, um, just kind of like, you know, those are all acts of self care. It doesn't always have to be a face mask and a glass of wine, you know, it can be. Um, you know, stretching before bed or listening to a new podcast to learn something new, just things like that. So that's helped me a lot. I love it. I love it.
1: Meditating definitely for sure has helped me a yeah. lot. Um, me too. I'm such a busybody, So I feel like my mind just always like thinking about something, worried about something. Um, so yeah, that one for sure. And lastly, um, what about you? Any advice you can give to, um, others?
3: Um, I would just say, you know, take, just try your best. Of course we do this, but still take care of your body and try to find the triggers. Don't stop what you love doing. If you like doing something, find a way to juggle it. Like, you know, if you're, if you like hiking and you know you're going to sweat a lot, find some stuff to, you know, take that extra step. We have to do that extra step. We struggle with this every day. We are strong. Um, I just feel like try to identify the triggers. Like for me, I know potatoes, um, dairy, try to just try a lot of things and try to figure out what sometimes, sometimes food, I still feel like food and, and, and weight plays a part still a little bit, but not too much, but definitely the food that we eat, um, carbs, sugar, I don't know. I just, cause I, I went on the cleanse diet myself and I didn't really get any flares, the only thing that um I would say though on my menstrual time, I still always tend to get yeah. a flare every time I get yeah. menstrual. So that's just something I can't control. But I would just you no, know, just you know, don't stress out too much. Take care of yourself. Um and that's it. Self love. Don't stress because stress can affect your body. And that's it. Still do things that you love to do. Don't stop your life because of it.
1: Um, I appreciate you guys so much for doing this. Um, Thank you, like, for coming on and sharing you guys' personal experiences, you know, what you've learned. Um, I feel like a lot of people can benefit from this. And, um, yeah, so thank you so
3: much.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's a
3: privilege.